your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, welcome to the Locked On Avalanche podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, Chris Maselli. With me, as always, Mr. Shaggy Von Doom. Kyle Sullivan, and you got to feel good if you're an Avalanche fan. You get the four-game losing streak over with, and you do it in a fashion that you're more familiar with in Avalanche hockey. You know, I think I think that is what people wanted to see over the past four games. If you're going to lose, it's okay. I mean, you know, you're going to lose some games, but they just weren't playing well. So Kyle and I will break all of this down, but first things first. Thank you for making this your first listen of the day. That is always appreciated. Follow the show, social media outlets, L-O-P-N underscore Avalanche on Twitter, Locked on Avalanche on Instagram. Questions, comments, concerns, opinions, Locked on Avalanche at gmail.com. And follow our show over on YouTube. Hit subscribe, get notified when a new show goes live. Okay, so yeah, five to three win. Avalanche look 110% better than they have in the last four games. Maybe some players coming back has something to do with that. Uh, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it, it. they went at five to three. St. Louis made it interesting. You know, good on them. They're not going to quit. They're, they've been on a good run. They're not just going to roll over and die. Uh, but the Avs pulled it out with an empty netter and Nazem Kadri empty netter, and that was it, five to three. But from opening puck drop, you had to feel good about watching the product on the ice, at least against St. Louis. Yeah, it was, uh, I think it was Jordan that mentioned like maybe the home ice will affect the avalanche. And this is something they need, which also puts more bearing on why the president's trophy matters. That home (laughs) ice is, you know, that sure would come in handy when it comes to the playoffs. But I think it was seeing Taze come back, being back at home and the roster construction. Um, There was no Myers, no Jack Johnson. You saw EJ. You saw, like, it was a good roster to be put on the ice. And Taze automatically made a difference being back. And even though it was an empty netter, it's nice to see Nas get back on the board. Mm, Um, Like, seeing the scoring the way you did, like, Nate with an assist. Like, this is what you want out of the Avalanche. And if you look at the stats of the night, both teams were pretty much even. And... The Avalanche are that team on paper that if you come out and try and match the Avalanche, they'll beat you. And I think what we saw in that losing streak is the Avalanche Avalanche playing down, but when the Avalanche match or you know play above where they're supposed to be, like St. Louis is a hot team. Like mm. if they do what they're supposed to do, this is what the outcome should be. Yeah, I think it was just all you know trending towards. All right, well, you're not going to lose all of these games to end the season. You, you, you didn't think that was going to happen. Uh, and it was, you know, you had four games in a row that you lost. You didn't play well. This team is better than that, obviously. You're going back home. <laughs> it's a division rival. Like, th- you had all the reasons in the world to play your best game, or maybe not even your best game, like how you're capable of playing. Yeah. Phrase it that way. <clears throat> and the Avs did. You know what I mean, and 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 you you, you mentioned uh, Nathan McKinnon with uh, you know the assist, but he was he was everywhere. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he was facilitating and he got a shot. How many shots on goal did he have? Let me see that quick. Um, only two, only two shots on goal. That's surprising. But he, I mean, he was just, he was doing his thing. He was yeah. making his moves. He was, he was deking people out. He was making people miss. But you could tell he was looking to pass last. Mm-hmm. Like he, I mean, he did have a couple shots that went awry, but the very end of the game, the last face-off, it was him and Ryan O'Reilly. And Ryan O'Reilly is one of the best face-off guys in the league. And Nathan McKinnon struggles there. And I'm thinking, why are you doing that? Like th- this is when they yeah. they had they were only up one. It was four to three, less than a minute to go. It's in St. Louis's zone, and I'm thinking, put like Nazem Kadri in there, or something like that, You're like or or even <laughs> throw Nico Sturm in there. Yeah. If you want to. <clears throat> um, but I mean, are you really gonna go against you know your superstar in that moment? And he did, and it, it it wasn't a clean win for for either of them, but it was just enough to uh, send it in the Avs' direction. To I think it was and, Comfer who passed it off to Kadri, uh, and that was it. And you wonder <clears throat> after that Winnipeg game, Jared Bednar didn't pull any punches when it came to the press conference, saying my message is not being translated yeah. when it comes to the locker room. And he was basically washing his hands of, "Hey, I'm I'm trying to direct this team." where they are right now they're they're kind of in their head and they're not taking it and listening to it and what you saw tonight this team was taking it and listening to it like you mentioned how Nathan McKinnon was he was doing his deeps he was setting up in those first two periods Sam Gerrard looked great he did he was oh he, he did was, I mentioned that a couple times in that Twitter space like that looks like old Sam Gerrard he was setting stuff up and he was quick yeah he had, I mean, he had a couple shots on net, which I like to see because I just want to mm-hmm. see him at least be somewhat active. Because if he's not even going to take shots, it, it's like one of those things like you don't even guard the guy because you know he's not going to take a three pointer. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, yeah. you, he, he's just a liability in that aspect because guys can go guard somebody else. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, or, or just cheat a little bit and kind of drop into the zone a little bit. Um, but he did. And he was playing. I was watching him, you know, make simple passes he was just dumbing it down to Mm -hmm. the simplest of terms for him and then he just kind of progressed from there but yeah i agree with you he he had a noticeably a a much stronger game and i think that's a that's a confidence builder for him going forward i think yeah and especially like off that first period like tempo was the story nothing was on the scoreboard it was just tempo yeah and then second second period it was you could basically say all avalanche because it was Lekkinen, EJ, Manson, and Brandon Saad. Um, yeah. But <laughs> like, <laughs> you, you could say it's all avalanche, but like that's where things really started tipping. And then for the avalanche to get ahead and stay ahead, that's what you want to see. You felt really good <clears throat> after that first mm-hmm. period. Really, really good. Uh, nothing to show for it on the scoreboard but you kind of felt like something's going to break through here in the second and they kept it up, man, like that. They, they kept the puck in the offensive zone for extended periods of time. And it was one of those things where it looked like they were on a power play and they weren't. Yeah. Um, and speaking of the power play zero for three, I know one of them was only a 10 second power play. Yeah. Um, but what'd you think of it? I mean, it was kind of, 
pedestrian. It was at least they were you know setting up plays. I'll give them that. At least they were setting up plays. Very pedestrian, but yeah, they were setting up. There were glimpses that something was about to happen. And again, what this power play is going to look like when Miko returns on Thursday and when Gabe comes back for the playoffs, it could be a completely different animal. But you're starting to see breaths and kind of like it's starting to click a little bit. Again, nothing showing on the score sheet when it comes to the power play. And power plays are crucial when it comes to the playoffs. So, yeah. What this playoff roster could do with the playoff power play is yet to be seen, but it's starting to get there. All right. Uh, let's hear from HelloFresh, and then we'll uh, continue this uh, chat on the Abs 5-3 to three win over the St. Louis Blues. Uh, but HelloFresh, with HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip the trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit delivery service. Get farm fresh, seasonal produce, and easy-to-make recipes delivered right to your door every week. Ingredients travel from the farm to your doorstep in under a week, so they always arrive fresh, all without a trip to the grocery store or the farmer's market. And it's all about convenience with HelloFresh. Not only do the ingredients come pre-portioned, so you're not overbuying or wasting food, but it's easier than ever to get filling meals on the table in a snap with options like family-friendly or quick and easy recipes. So go to HelloFresh.com slash LockedOn16 and use the promo code LockedOn16 to get up to 16 meals and three free gifts. Once again, HelloFresh.com slash LockedOn16. And that promo code is LockedOn16 for 16 free meals and three free gifts. Okay. Um, let me get my stats up here. You had, yeah, like you were saying earlier, like pretty much everything across the board is even here. Shots yeah. on goal, 32 to 34 in favor of the abs. Faceoffs, 48%, 52% in favor of the abs. Uh, power play, zero for three slash zero for two for the abs. Uh, one for four for St. Louis. Hits 25 to 29 in favor of the avalanche blocks 19 each. Like, uh, and that's weird to see that because the abs were dominating this game for most of it. And you mentioned like the shots are 34, 32, and that's with St. Louis having five shots in total in that second period. Did they really? Um, yeah. Wow. So, yeah, they really ramped it up in the third with uh, well, they had 16, 11 each in the first as were consistent. They went 11, 12 and 11 and St. Louis went 11, five and 16. But that's going to happen when you're down that much. You're going to engage a defenseman and, you know, you're going to you know get a lot more. So, and, and St. Louis, when they started to score like that shows you like what this team can do. Like they, they looked dangerous. They got the confidence back. The abs were back on their heels a little bit. And that's kind of been, you, you see that every once in a while from the avalanche, like they're up four to one or they're up three to nothing. We'll serve the three to nothing. And then they give up the one to Brandon Saad on the power play. And the abs have a tendency to do that, to kind of like, I don't want to use the term like sulk a little bit and people jump on that, but they do They're, You know, you have a comfortable three to nothing lead and you give up that one goal and 
things seem to turn on them quickly. Mm-hmm. And that's happened a, a handful of times this year. But what happened, you know, nothing else happened for the, the second. And then in the third, the, the Lekkonen goal, I missed it. I, I was, I was uh, going to the bathroom. I was, I was eliminating my bladder so I could sit in for the, the rest of the third period. And that's how quickly he scored. Yeah. <laughs> and I missed it. So, but you felt good. Okay. Okay. Fine. Yeah. Now, now we're four to one, but the Avs had the tendency to let these teams come back in. And what you see a lot with these goals, they're not bad shots on Kemper where you're like, oh, Kemper could have had that if he did this, if he did this. Like, it's one of those, like, the one off Ryan O'Reilly's knee. Like, come on. All you have to do is you got to get, you, like, Nas had to get physical, push his guy out of the slot, get him out of no man's land. And that's that there's no goal to be talked about. All those goals on Kemper, like, were just bad puck luck. So it's one of those that you, no, it's not a bad goalie night. It's you know it's on you, hmm. and if you feel like you could correct the problem, it gets corrected. And the way they stood, like even though they let up one late, they didn't let up another. <clears throat> they didn't give up the lead, and they maintained and scored the empty netter. Yeah, that's what you want to see out of this Avalanche team. This is what they used to do, and that they didn't give up when things got tough and things got close. That's that's what you want to see, especially like that uh, Ryan O'Reilly. I think that was the Ryan O'Reilly goal. Um, just that blind pass that caught Kemper where he was looking the other way. Was it the second O'Reilly one? The second I think the, second the second one, one. yes. Yeah, uh, it was uh, Buchnevich. Yeah, pass backwards. Didn't even look. Didn't even yeah. know he was there. And Ryan O'Reilly just happened to put it in. He was yeah. right there. It's one of those, if you're on your man, if your forwards aren't having to cover, in your posi- the defensive positions, you don't have to worry about that goal. Yeah. It's just like that's getting cleaned up as well. We've been talking about how bad the defense looked. There were bright spots, but there were still some rough spots. But those are getting cleaned up, so you can yeah. you can feel good about that. Sure, definitely. Um, you know, a, a defensive play by a, a forward that was not good was by Na- by Nathan McKinnon. He was kind of mm. mixing it up with Ryan O'Reilly. Um, going into St. Louis's offensive zone, it was right around the blue line. The two of them were kind of like tackling each other. O'Reilly gets up and continues to play. McKinnon gets up and kind of is looking at the ref like, what's going like, don't do that. And they had an opportunity and he does that sometimes. He like when he gets hot and heated, he kind of stops playing and looks around for a penalty. And that's, you can't have that, man. Like go, go play finish the play when the whistle blows then go complain but so you don't like seeing stuff like that but um yeah i thought you know bo byram again is Mm -hmm. is man like remember when the trade deadline was around and everyone's like uh, and he was injured and it's like uh, you know teams are gonna want bo byram and we kept saying the avalanche are not giving up bo byram and for you know the last two games anyway is is a glimpse of why this is yeah. going to be a special, special dude for years to come. And we talk about we're always kind of cowering every time he gets hit because you're worried, you know, concussions and all that. Sure. He laid a hit in that first period that I'm like, you know what? Go get him, Bo. <laughs> it's like en- enough. You're good. He's, he's played in enough games that, you know, consecutive games where it's like, yeah, yeah, I, 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 yeah. I know what you mean. Like it, it's, uh, 
it's wearing off a little bit, but still, if if he takes a hard a hard one, you're like you're still yeah. gonna cringe a little bit for sure. Yeah, there's gonna be receipts on that hit, and like St. Louis is in the playoffs. This might be a second round matchup that yeah. we have to look at. So yeah. there's gonna be receipts on hits. So Bo, keep your head up. Yeah. Um, as far as the points go, you had um, Nichuskin one and one, Newhook two assists for Alex, New- Alex Newhook. So that's good. McKinnon with the one assist, Comfer with two assists, Kadri with the goal, EJ with the goal. That was a nice one. Mm-hmm. Your boy Josh Manson gets in on the action with a goal, and then Sam Gerard with an assist. So you had a good mixture of of guys at, on different lines. You know, with Newhook with the two assists, uh, Nachuskin with you know the the two points, um, uh, Sam Gerard at least got an assist on the day. So it, it's just a more like comfortable feeling when so many guys are just taking part and, and, you know, getting in on the action. And I thought it was, thought it was a great game. Like you, you let it, I mean, I say you let it slip away, not that you like lost the lead, but you wanted just this game to end with not being an avalanche fan and coming off a four game losing streak. You just wanted it to end like mm-hmm. safe and sound, nice, comfortable four to one, or even a four to two win. But when it got four to three, you're like, come on, guys, don't do this. Don't do this to me and, now. And the way St. Louis plays and the history that Nas has, like you're glad, you're glad that there wasn't injuries, there wasn't goonery, there wasn't fighting, there wasn't like a Nas suspension right now going into the playoffs would just be par for the course with yeah. how everything's gone for the Avalanche. So you got out of there clean, you got out of there with a win, you tied for the most points in franchise history, which is what you want. And you, like you mentioned, you got scoring from each one of the lines. And for years, all you had to do was match up with the top line and then ride the next two uh, two to three Mm -hmm. and then match up with the top. Now you're getting it from everywhere and teams are having trouble with that. Yeah. Yeah. It was good stuff. It was, uh, it was good. And and they, like you said, they tied the record for uh, points in a uh, season for the franchise, 118. Took five games to get there, but they finally did it. Now they have a couple to try to, to beat that. You can't rush art. <laughs> you can't rush art. As as I hope you're going with the Toy Story 2 reference yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, for some reason, that's like my favorite scene in that movie. It's just so satisfying <laughs> to see everything just yeah. get shined and everything. Yeah. That's such a, that's a very good scene yeah. from Garris, from Garris's games. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, uh, let's hear from Bill Bar, and then we got a sound check to get to. Uh, Bill Bar, I did you get the email? I did Bilt indeed. So remember how we always say Bill Bars comes up out with new flavors and things like that, and they just came out with Bill Bar granola bars. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think an order is coming to uh, my house pretty soon. So uh, I, I don't know if they're a limited edition thing. I, I think they're in the regular route. Uh, you know, the, the regular lineup for a built bar. So I know a lot of those that joined in our Twitter space tonight, were making orders after I mentioned the granola bars in the Twitter space. There were yeah. a, a lot of orders being put in for those granola bars and they were talked about on their Instagram as well. Oh, yeah. So make sure you're following them on socials as well. And I know uh, there's three flavors of the, the granola bars and I know one of them is peanut butter related. Mm-hmm. So uh, those are coming my way. Uh, but if you have not checked out built bar, I don't know what you're waiting for. It's the best protein bar on the market, including the Built Bar Puffs, which is there they are, <clears throat> the protein-infused marshmallow protein bar. 
And most built bars contain 130 calories, four grams of sugar, four grams of net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. So go to built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off of your order, including those new granola bars. So go over to built.com. Once again, the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. We have a winning sound check to get to first time in a little while that we get to do this. Um, so if uh, you're new to the show for whatever reason, Kyle and I select songs that we feel best summarizes the most recent game in this case, obviously it's the St. Louis blues. And we add these songs to a playlist that's over on Spotify. Just go search L O P N sound check, follow it, listen to it, rock out in the car, do whatever you want to do. I mean, we, and today is uh, the reason why I love this thing, because it is, it's a wide, it's a wide variety, a pretty eclectic mix on that playlist. And today encapsulates that. So, I mean, we're on opposite ends of the musical spectrum today. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, we are. <laughs> well, if anybody knows me, like, you know, I have a heavy metal background. I play heavy metal guitar. Like this is a this is a group that I seen live. So today's sound you check have? is a, we'll oh have to get it, we'll, ha- we'll have to get into that after you announce it. One of the top three shows of my life. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Um, okay, put it out there. Yeah. Then we'll talk. Backstreets back, <laughs> otherwise known as everybody from the Backstreet Boys. Yeah. Oh, wait, the, the song's Avalanche not even the- called Backstreets Back. It's. I- Everybody in parentheses in parentheses. Back. Ooh, okay. All right. I, I I did see I literally saw Metallica in January of this same year. I saw Backstreet Boys, Hootie and the Blowfish. Yeah. And like Backstreet Boys slayed it. <laughs> you got honestly, you gotta think all they have to do is sing. Like Metallica's gonna play, like they got they got a lot of things going on, but Backstreet Boys slayed. I love that show. Really, and I saw bare naked ladies that same year too. Um, man, they they I was like, this blew me away. And what was it like? You you chose to go, or this was like you were dating someone and they wanted to go see them. Well, you- I was also dating someone at the time, but okay, I am a hardcore Backstreet Boys. Like, oh, yeah. wow, hey man, New Kids on the Block, uh, In Sync, like all of Ninety Eight Degrees, BB Mac, like. Yeah. Bring it on. Um, I mean, I, I can't get into country music all that much, but uh, my my wife, Garth Brooks, came to the area and she's mm. looking at it and she's like, she goes, we have to go. And she's gone to so many. I've dragged her to so many concerts of mine. I'm like, yeah, of course, we'll, we'll go. That's fine. Dude puts on a show, man. Yeah, he does. Dude is an entertainer. I will tell you. I mean, I wasn't going to listen to his songs afterwards. But sitting there for a few hours, like wow, that's he he knows what he's doing. He's good. Same with Backstreet Boys, they know what they're doing. And yeah, they do it I well. mean they've been around long enough. That, like same thing with like New Kids on the Block. Like you know, yeah. it's nothing I listen to anymore, but they've been doing it for so long, they know how to entertain, and that's really yep. what it's all about. Uh, so, like I said, the complete opposite end of the spectrum for me. One of the greatest bands of all time. Uh, one of my favorite bands, no longer together, but some of them are still alive. And that is Pink Floyd and one of the uh, greatest albums ever made. 
obviously well you could pick from them they have so many but dark side of the moon is kind of like the one that was on the charts for like 500 and something weeks yeah. in a row it's crazy and they have a song called breathe on that album and that's exactly what i think avalanche mm. fans are doing right now it's just a, a you just the very first line in the song is breathe breathe in the air and it's just calm down everything's okay you had a little funk it wasn't where you wanted it to be in terms of where it was in the season. Uh, but now I, I'm just so happy. I like, they just snapped out of it and it wasn't, it wasn't a dog fight to try to get those two points. They yeah. were in charge. They were in charge and that's avalanche hockey. And that's what, we, what we've seen this entire year. So I think a lot of avalanche fans can just relax and breathe in the air. Pink Floyd can't be Pink Floyd. Love it. <clears throat> so where do we go from here? Uh, Avalanche are home, right? Against Nashville. Yes, I think so. Yes, I think. Yeah, because the last game yes, is in yes, Minnesota. Yes, yes. So um, we'll talk about that tomorrow. Uh, but kind of just kind of looking at the playoff picture right now, that Vegas game was going on the same time. Vegas, Dallas. And we talked about that when we did the, the schedules for the teams that were kind of in the mix. We were circling Tuesday, that Vegas and Dallas game, and that lived up to the bill. If I don't know, mm-hmm. I mean, it was on the same time as the Avalanche game, so I'm sure a lot of people maybe didn't, maybe they turned over during the intermission. But I think was it the second intermission when the the uh, yes. shootout was going on? Fantastic overtime, by the way, and that which they usually are, and then the the shootout, a seven round shootout, nobody scored in any round except yeah. for the final seventh round where Dallas was going first. So they scored the first one. So they had to shut them down to end the game. And they did because it went into overtime. It does not completely eliminate Vegas, but it is going to be a challenge. They have to win both Dallas. Ha- they have two games left. They have to win both. And Dallas has two games left and they have to lose both Vegas. I think is playing Chicago twice in a back-to-back Dallas has Arizona and Anaheim. So I think the writing is on the wall for Vegas to be eliminated, which I think there's 31 fan bases that are just fine with that. Um, But as far as who the avalanche would play, I think that is still up in the air right now. I don't think that's good. It's probably Dallas or um, Nashville. I, yeah, it would be because if, yeah. if Vegas is out, then the Kings, the Kings clinched, by the way, because Dallas lost the Kings clinched and they're in. You, you would honestly, from what you saw last night with how Ottinger really put that game on his back and beat Vegas and UC Soros leaving the Calgary Nashville game. I'm almost siding with you now that I'd rather see Nashville, especially if this is a, team without sorrows i'd much rather play nashville what was uh because i didn't watch any of the game. i saw like the highlights looked like a really fun game to watch um yeah did they say anything about him yet his injury or it's it's just they had to help him off down the tunnel really and that's it looked so like lower body like a knee mm. so oh, he good. blew a tire um that's, that's hard good. for a goalie to come back from so all right yeah, Nashville and Dallas tied with 95 right now. So probably one of those two. Mm-hmm. We'll see. 
Um, but you know, we'll find out soon enough, man. It's uh I'm getting the itch, dude. I am yeah, getting that it's playoff there. itch. I can't, and especially a game like tonight where you just looked so good and uh against a, a playoff team in, in St. Louis, it's just it's right around the corner. It can't get here soon enough. So yeah, less than a week. Oh, can't wait. Um, all right, so that will wrap it up for today. We'll be back tomorrow, kind of uh probably looking at that. Nashville game. If we, you know, we get anything on on Saros, we'll obviously talk about that. We have to, because that's a big deal if it's going to be long term. <clears throat> so, um, yeah. Anything else happens, we'll talk about it tomorrow. Maybe we'll throw up a uh, Instagram, you know, mailbag thing up on the story tomorrow. If you guys follow on Instagram, we usually get some good questions out of that. So we'll do that. <laughs> All right, uh, that will wrap it up for today. Thank you for making this your first listen of the day. That's always appreciated. Uh, go check out Locked on NHL, especially now. It's the end of the season. Exciting things happening around the league. Go check out Locked on NHL for your second listen of the day. And, uh, yeah, that'll wrap it up. He is Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan, and I am Chris Maselli. This is the Locked on Avalanche podcast. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Go, Abs, go. Thank you.